Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily, and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. I am so glad that you're here today. We have a guest named Madeline, and she talks about her mixed dog, April, and her border collie, Artie. She shares how these two model friendship. Today's trivia question, are you ready? Here it is. Which famous mixed dog was named after a grocery store? I'll have the answer at the end. Enjoy Madeline's stories. Madeline, you have two dogs, right? You have two dogs? I do. Yeah. And we would love to hear about them. Um, Our older dog is April. She is an American bulldog. Um, That's a pretty niche breed. Most people hear bulldog and think of like the English bulldog with the scrunchy face, but she's taller and looks a little more like a pit. Um, She's mostly white. She has one black eye patch over her right eye uh-huh. and like little black speckles on her ears. So she's pretty distinct looking. Yeah. And um, then we have our two-year-old. He's a border collie and his name's Artie. And he's also white with a brown patch over one of his eyes. Oh, interesting. So, wow. and his is his left eye. So when they sit next to each other, it's. That's <laughs> true. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. You'll have to show us a picture of that for sure. That's, yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they love each other. They do like very sibling things and he's like the little brother and he has his herd instincts. So he's constantly like running circles around her, hurting her. Cause he, you know, doesn't have any sheep. <laughs> well, she's almost all full white too. You said, so he must yeah. think, right. Yeah. <laughs> we can instinctively. About Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How <laughs> oh, wonderful. So two, the two babies and she was six, you said she's six years old. She's five. Oh, I'm sorry. She's five and he's yeah. two. So mm-hmm. yeah. So they're both young and playful and young enough, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And so tell us how they came into your life. You know, obviously the, your older one, I would assume she came in first, but yes. maybe I shouldn't assume. So how did she, <laughs> how did she come into your life first? She was actually from a friend of ours. Um, he had two American bulldogs and they had an accidental litter. Oh no. (laughs) And so he would just searching for good homes for the puppies and knew that my spouse and I were talking about getting a dog. And so he let us have first pick and sent us pictures of the puppies. And we had saw one that we were like, Oh, that one's really cute. It was a different dog. And, but I wanted to meet them because there's always like a, I feel like a connection between a dog and their human. Yes. So when they were about three weeks old, we went to see them and they were in their little puppy pile (laughs) and this tiny little white puppy crawled out and laid in my lap and fell asleep. Wow. And I was like, this is it. We have to get this one. Wow. She picked us. Yeah. And literally. Yeah. Yes. Really so, young too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She was really young. We got her about four weeks later. Um, but she is the perfect dog for us. Nah. It's she's almost like the dog version of us. <laughs> really? I love yeah. that. Explain so- that a little bit. That's really cool. It's so funny because she, 
whenever any, either of us are sick or we're feeling a little sad, she just, she just lays right on you. And she weighs about 70 pounds now. Yeah. Good size. So (laughs) she's just that warm weight on you whenever you're like not feeling great. Right. And she just lays with you. She's not, she knows when to play and when not to play. And so she's just, she's just the best dog. (laughs) It sounds like she's very intuitive and very, like you said, in tune with you. Yes. And as she becomes like your weighted blanket when you're not feeling well, which is really cute and sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That's April. Um, and Artie was my Christmas present two years ago. I was feeling puppy fever. So, um, (laughs) my spouse Dakota, he, surprised me with a puppy and he was the cutest little fur ball and it's he's been really good for April too oh good when we when we're at work and stuff so she's not alone she has her little buddy to hang out with her yeah he's he's quirky and he's a border collie so he's so smart right it almost makes me feel like I can't train him because he's so (laughs) smart how does he show his little personality? Because border collies are definitely quirky. And obviously everybody knows I love them because I have mm-hmm. one and he's my second one, but I mean, I love all dogs. I'm, I always say yeah. my first dog was so brilliant. I had to get a border collie. So, right. and it's true. She was a mix. She was so smart, unbelievably off the charts, smart, figured me out in no time at all. So yeah. tell us about Artie and like his quirks too. I love hearing that stuff. <laughs> he has labeled us, the three of us, his herd. So he, he's like my protector. So he follows me everywhere I go in the house and he waits for me. If I have to take a shower, he waits for me outside of the shower. When I'm cooking, he's right by me. (laughs) And he's, he's my boy. Whenever we, I go on walks or whatever, I take him with me because he just instinctively knows when to stop, when to go, which side of the, of me, I want him to walk on my right side, my left side. So he just, he also in a different way from April kind of intuitively knows what we want, I guess. Yeah. Which is, I think very border collie. Yes. Yeah. And they're Velcro dogs. Like you just described, they want to be with you. Um, My boy's the same thing. When I take a shower, he's right outside. And my girl did that too. And, you know, they want to be with you all the time, which is so funny. And it's very sweet. And like, he's my boy's right next to me over here. He's just, he's not going to leave until I'm done. So how did you come up with the name April, by the way? I have to ask that. I'm like, did you get her in April or what is that from? (laughs) Ironically, we did get her in April, but we had picked her name prior to getting her. When we met her, we picked her name. Um, We're huge fans of the show Parks and Recreation. Oh, yes. (laughs) And um, I have been told many times that I look like April from the show. And (laughs) so we just said we have to name her April. Yeah. Um, Love it. So, and it fits her. She's yeah. in April. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very fun. I just was curious. And then Artie, where did that come from? That remind that to me is like an old man's name, which cracks yeah. me up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, We, his full name is Arthur and I, I wanted to name a dog after a Harry Potter character. Oh, but I had to do it secretly because Dakota was like, we need to have a normal name for our dog. <laughs> Cause he's not a Harry Potter fan the way I am. So yeah. I picked Arthur 
for Arthur Weasley and it stuck. (laughs) That's so funny. I love to hear people's stories behind the names because it's just, it's a big part of the whole story of the dog, you know? So that's very fun to hear that. Well, obviously the dogs are very special to you. And can you explain some more reasons? Give us just some more examples of why they're so special to you because we love hearing that, that connection that we understand. And that, and to me, you know, they're either hard dogs or soul dogs. And I don't know what you believe about that, but it sounds like April totally chose you. So how, tell us a little yeah. bit more about why these babies are so special. Um, I think it's the connection to them. I have a different relationship with each April and Artie. Um, April, I think really is just my spirit animal. She just, she knows exactly what I need. And when I come home every day, she, it's almost like she scans me to see how our evening is going to go. Am I still really energized? Are we going to, are we going to play? Are we going to do housework or are we going to lay on the couch and snuggle. Right. So (laughs) she, she reads me and then she does her thing accordingly. Mm -hmm. And Artie, he just, he keeps us young because he does have a lot of energy and I don't ever want to not give him the exercise he needs because he really does need it. (laughs) So he keeps me active and he's so fun and he's always always in like a good mood he always it seems so happy uh-huh. and he's always happy to see us when we get home so they love us so much that it just we can't help but love them back so much too <laughs> right right the unconditional love of a dog is just like any unlike anything else that i've ever experienced of course you know they just right. i know people love their cats and that you know i've had llamas i loved them i had one that was so sweet but there's just nothing like a dog in their love for us i agree it's yeah we had a cat and it just we didn't have the same bond with our cat as with april and artie yeah Yeah, absolutely. And so I know that you have some great advice for new dog owners. And can you share that with us? Because all the time I'm getting emails and people, you know, checking with me on social media, asking questions. So advice for new owners, that is a wonderful thing. So please share. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would definitely say to, if you're going to get a dog, make sure you're prepared to love your dog. Cause that's, that's like the biggest thing for me when I see people who don't love their dogs I'm so confused by why they even have it and so firstly definitely love your dog and also get a crate yes (laughs) um we made that mistake with April and didn't get a kennel for her um we've had her for almost five years. And so we were 24 (laughs) when we got her. So we just didn't know. Right. And so the kennel was more of seemed more of a punishment for her. Yes. A lot of people think that. Yeah. Yes. So when we learned and got Artie, we treated that as his house. Mm -hmm. So that's where he 
likes to hang out whenever there's downtime, when he knows when it's time to go to bed and he gets right in there and he loves it. So treat the kennel like it's their house and they'll want to be in it. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) That's so imperative. You know, puppies don't mean to be destructive, but they are, they're puppies, they're children. They're of a different species. They don't understand what we want. And the kennel, the crate is a wonderful thing. If you make it a wonderful thing, it's not for punishment. It's for safety and for nap times and treats are in there and it can be a wonderful place. So yeah, good for you. And I guess the other question is with each breed, you have two different, very different breeds. Any suggestions or recommendations for a new owner? Would you recommend either of those two dogs to somebody that's never had a dog before? Yeah, um, I think a Border Collie, as long as you are someone who is willing to play with your dog and be active is a great option. He's, he's sweet and affectionate and he is so quick to learn, not even through specific training, just through your routine every day. He just learns it and picks it up. So border collies are always, they're so good and they're so smart. Um, and they're, so pretty. (laughs) Um, so yeah, if you have a lifestyle that can let them be active, then of course a border collie, um, and a bully breed they're, they always come with their own like little quirks. She's very, very strong. So leash training is really important for her. And, um, when we when she was a very little puppy, we did a lot of things to make sure she wasn't going to be food aggressive and that she is good with kids. We don't have kids, but I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Right. And um, so we made sure that she is gentle and she is. She loves kids. Uh-huh. All she wants to do is love on them. So we really lucked out in in the personality department of both dogs. So yeah. You just have to be willing to meet the dog where they are. Yeah, very true. And I love how you started with, you need to love your dog. And it takes a while. Like if they're a puppy, they're aggravating. Just like a human baby can be very aggravating. And it's not easy. You don't have that bond initially, but be patient. It pays off. Mm -hmm. And so I I appreciate that because I see people that I see them hit their dog and all I want to do is go hit them, you know, and I know that's really bad, but it's true. So I'm just being honest. But I think that's a huge thing. Don't get a dog if you're not willing to invest the time and the energy because really they're a child. They're another child. So thank you. And, and, you know, hitting a dog is never going to solve the the issue that you're trying to correct. Exactly. I know with April and Artie, if they chew on something or anything like that, it's just a a tone of voice and they they already know. Mm Mm-hmm you know, just a stern, low, their name, you just say their name and they know what they've done. Right. So you don't have to do anything else. Yeah. And that's because you have the bond that you do with them. If we create that bond and play with the dog and they get to know us when we're upset. Yeah. That tone is so clear. If I say, and I can't say it because he's sitting here next to me, but if I say (laughs) BAD dog, he will just go down to the floor and he's so upset and it looks like I hit him or something. And of course I didn't, but yeah. 
Yeah. They're so sensitive. And, and it's interesting that you would recommend a border collie to a first time owner, because I don't know that I would, unless they're very active, like a runner and things, but that's interesting. And yeah, if they already know they love dogs and they have an active lifestyle, like I love long walks and I love Mm -hmm. playing with him and, you know, and I researched the breed for two years. Nobody needs to do that. That's a little excessive. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Does your snuggle, does he snuggle with you too? He does. (laughs) does Yeah. He's a snuggler. Not for long term like April. Oh, interesting. Um he'll snuggle, give you like a little lick on the <laughs> cheek and then he'll jump down and run around and maybe when he gets a little older he'll <laughs> be game for some long snuggles but right. He's good for about 5 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And does he love the ball or frisbee or what kind of obsession does he have? Oh, I got tilty head, so. <laughs> he uh he loves a a tennis ball. He, he will go get a tennis ball and bring it back to you for hours on end. If you would let him. (laughs) Absolutely. They don't seem to get tired. It's so funny. I love it. I love that you shared all this with us. You have a podcast and I want my listeners to hear about it. So tell us a little bit about it so they can go have a listen. All right. Yeah. Um, I have a podcast with my co-host who's also named Emily. Um, Good name. It's it's called What If I Told You? And you can find it on Apple, Spotify, any of those podcatchers. And we we talk about anything like mysterious conspiracies. Um, We cover cults, true crime cases. Um, So there is some subject matter that is a little dark. So we do always do a trigger warning at the beginning in case that could be an issue, but, um, both of us are huge true crime fans. So Mm -hmm. that's where we were drawn to as far as, um, podcasting. So we have about 10 episodes and, um, there's a lot of banter there, you know, we're trying to make light a little bit of some of a darker subject, but yeah. 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 And with your master's degree that you're going for, it's literature. So I bet you found some good, gruesome things through that, or you will through time as well, right? Yes. Yes. School has definitely been a help because I typically um, write our episode out first. And um, since that's what my education is in, I typically take that on and Emily does more of our editing. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, my I'm using my degree (laughs) for podcasting. Yeah. Um, Very fun. (laughs) So yeah, I pull things in and my research skills um, definitely come in handy. (laughs) Yes. Very true. Excellent points. And yeah, I hope people go have a listen and enjoy. I know so many people that love true crime, so I can't imagine that you won't do well with that. You will because well, you already have 10 out and you're, you already have, you know, a bunch of listeners. So Yeah. Great topic and great choice for sure. And thank you so much for being here today and sharing about your babies and from your heart and, you know, the sweetness that they have and how they've improved your life. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Be sure to check out Madeline's podcast. I have all of her links in the show description for her Facebook and her podcast itself on Apple or Spotify. So have a look in the description and click on those links. Now, do you know the answer? One of my favorite books, and it was a pretty darn good movie too, Winn-Dixie. I actually have a Winn-Dixie grocery store just down the road from me, so it's kind of a fun connection.
Winn-Dixie comes from the book titled Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. I loved it. So if you need a book to get you away into a different world, I would recommend that book. Other famous fictional dogs that we love. Clifford the Big Red Dog. I will always name him first, by the way. I'm sorry. I just can't help myself. Also, I happen to be in the state of Disney World, not Florida. It's Disney World. <laughs> so we have Goofy, Pluto, and of course, Tramp. Now, Old Yeller. Oh my gosh. That's a fictional dog, but very powerful story. And so if you need to cry, have a read of Old Yeller. And I hate to say it, but read because of Winn-Dixie too. I offer you these books and movies so that you can either do some crying or, you know, and just get it out. Or if you need to have a laugh and be uplifted. I know it's really hitting me hard lately that we spent almost a full year living without loved ones and things that we need like hugs and silliness and being in the presence of people we want to be with. I hope that you'll get out, go for a walk with your dog, or get out the emotions so that you can carry on because it looks like we're in for a little bit of a longer journey. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Hug your dog from me. I will see you next week.